Jamie Neal, the host, asked many questions about their mindset and how they fundamentally operate their world and the world around them. Welcome back to 360 Yourself. How are you doing? You've got me, Jamie. And today I've got a brilliant guest with you today. I've got Jodie. How are you doing, Jodie? Hey, I'm really good. How are you? I'm very, very good. I love how like spunky you are with your hello. How are you doing? It's always like it's always the um the the first thing you need to get away get away with is the is the introduction. You got to make it impactful and have lots of energy. Um, and I know you and I know you always do. So, um, thank you again for for giving your time. I know we were just chatting before this, and you've got such a busy schedule, even though we're in lockdown. It's brilliant that you're making use of your time. Um, whereabouts are you at this moment in time in, in lockdown? I am in my home in Leighton Buzzard uh, with Liam, who is my boyfriend. We um, we bought our, our first ever property in November, so we're kind of thanking our lucky stars that we did that before this all happened. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! Congratulations yeah. that you bought your 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 place. So where whereabouts is it? I don't even know this place. Where is it? What's it called again? Leighton Buzzard, so Leighton Buzzard, sorry. Leighton um, Buzzard. I've got because I'm a southerner. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's kind of between Luton and Milton Keynes. And honestly, when I say every performer lives here, it is like a performer village. <laughs> no way, really? <laughs> yeah, you really can't go to the shop without seeing someone who you know in the industry. It's quite mental. <laughs> It's it's probably it's probably someone said something in a, in a, a conversation previously, and it's subconsciously in your brain. So when you start looking for places, you're like, "Oh, Leighton Buzzard would be a great place, wouldn't it?" Yeah, it's amazing here. Honestly, the canal runs down here. There's like there's animals everywhere, sheep and cows, and you know there's farms everywhere. Oh wow, oh, it's, it's, divine. it's, it's divine. proper country vibes then. Yeah, it's a little market town. So, mm, yeah. I'm so I'm from that. I'm from where well, I live here now at the moment. I'm in a very small village town, and I'm so used to that. And I, I used to live in um, Shoreditch in February, and I just I just give my uh, flat up because I was meant to be travelling for work. So, but I I love the the countryside and as much as I love the city and being in Shoreditch and the hustle and bustle. There is something that something deep down inside me that just loves the nature. I don't know about oh, it. Oh god, yeah. I I get. I literally if I can't go outside for a day and walk around trees I really feel a little bit down <laughs> no, I, no I, I honestly love nothing more than just walking through fields and forests and just oh, walking by water honestly it's 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 my favorite thing to do I just love the fresh air I love being outside surrounded by nature so much it's so calming isn't it I don't know what it is but like I have I have the the rivers by me and stuff and sometimes when I feel just a bit really agitated and a bit stressed uh, it couldn't be it can be really something small and i go for a walk and i see a river and just the sound of the river just makes me really calm and i have no idea why that is but i just always know it's my go-to place when i'm feeling like that absolutely what's your star sign gemini mm, yeah gemini water gemini know. water there's, 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 a, there's a few that are that are really against water and, and a few that 
are for it. I'm an Aries, and Aries are meant to love water, and Gemini's are meant to love water. So there we go. Oh, that's <laughs> why. Ah, okay. That's the reason why I love water. Because as, as much as I love trees and I love when I'm going for my runs every day, I just love the water. I just love the way that it kind of yeah. just goes. And it's also funny that I've actually got um, two waves as a tattoo on my left hand, meaning go with the flow. That is very oh, strange. I love that. That is very strange. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very spiritual and very much about like how to read the universe and and all that sort of thing. Hence, hence how the podcast podcast came about. Um, so, so many people know you from uh, as a performer. You were in Rock of Ages, which I loved you in the UK tour. You were in Heather's. You were in uh, Wicked in the UK and international tour. Uh, yeah. Great American Trailer Park, which I I think I was uh, asked to do and I couldn't do it at the time. Um, ah. which is funny um, but there's loads and loads of productions which I, I've, I've seen of you and I and you're such a brilliant person within the industry because you're very um, outgoing and you're very charismatic and that sort of thing but what I want to know is I'm always interested in process and journey so tell me how it all began at the beginning like, that's what I want to know um, so I wasn't really into theatre much um, as a kid or a teenager I do remember going to see musicals and thinking how amazing they were but I didn't have big dreams or a lot of confidence in myself, so it was never on my radar to think that I could be a part of that. Um, and then when I went, uh, in my late teenage years, I, th I thought I was going to be um, a professional swimmer. Uh, I really wanted to be in the Olympics, and I trained really hard during my school years. I was up every morning training. Both me and my sister were. We were, you know, really competitive swimmers. Um, but I always loved singing and I wanted to be a pop star <laughs> and um, I loved writing songs. I, yeah, it was, I got myself involved um, with a production team and was signed as a teenager it was a support act to, to like, not, you know, it was actually a support act for N-dubs at one point before they got big. No yeah, way. Kind of <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Clang. Um, <laughs> it, it, honestly, how funny. And then when I went to sixth form, I didn't know what to do or how to progress with that in education. So I, I ended up taking um, performing arts. Um, and my teachers there were like, you have so much potential, you must audition for drama school. And I was like, don't be so ridiculous. Well, I did. And I got in. And I tell you when I tell you, I was so out of my depth. But I, I fell in love with theatre during my sixth form training because it was all about musical theatre. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I fell hard. Like I was like, what, uh, what have I been missing all this time? But I was very behind because most people have been doing it since they were tiny. So um, when I eventually went to GSA, I say eventually because the year I was supposed to, GSA was the school I picked. Um, but I actually cancelled my place two weeks before I went because I had this kind of uh, breakdown about, oh, you know, I'm not tracing my, my true dream, which is to be a singer-songwriter. And so I applied to ACM Academy of Contemporary Music um, to do the singer-songwriting diploma there. And I got the place. And so I rung GSA two weeks before I was going to start saying I'm not coming. Then, then the day I started ACM, they phoned um, my house phone. I remember getting home and my mum sitting down and telling me that they were going to defer my place for a year so I could come back next year on a scholarship without auditioning again. Right, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty big deal. Um, so I kind of spent my year at ACM studying music and, you know, live bands and recording and songwriting, um, thinking about my scholarship at GSA and missing musical theatre. And then when I joined GSA, I, I literally had to hit the ground running because I was behind um, everyone else in my year who had been 
so involved with theatre from such a young age. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a, I had an odd path in. <laughs> so so do you would you would you would you would you go would you go into um uh the kind of the theatre kind of musical kind of rock and pop and that sort of thing and and so you have your kind of theatre stuff but also you have your um your commercial pop stuff as well if, if that's what you really want to do when you're younger yeah well i mean you can probably see from my cv that i've ended up in <laughs> a lot of rock pop musicals yeah because you because with six is i mean you can't get any more rock pop than that i don't think yeah yeah so i've, I've kind of got to live that dream through theater really and actually my you know there's obviously three disciplines and often people are asked you know what's your strong point singing dance and acting or what's your favorite discipline my favourite discipline by far is acting. If someone said to me, you've got the choice to either never dance again, never sing again, or never act again, uh, you know, sorry, if you had the choice to like pick one, then that's the only one you could do, it would be acting. Mm. I, I 100%, like, I want to tell stories, I want to create characters, I want to make a difference, I want to create atmosphere and leave people questioning things and feeling things, and be that on TV, film, or theatre stage. Uh, that's kind of my aim now and if singing has a part and that it does and if it doesn't then it doesn't that's really <laughs> good though i mean every, everything comes from uh, from intention though in choice and that's where acting is is birthed from the intention or choice and develop characters and that sort of thing so everything ha- everything has a sort of acting sort of vibe to it um so yeah. and, and maybe maybe people don't realize that actually acting is probably one of the most important things of course singing is is also important but you can't be a singer without being a really really good actress or be investing in some sort of kind of um a memory recall or something for if you if you study kind of method acting all that sort of thing yeah emotional memory yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah oh absolutely and i think sometimes i can get lost in musical theater or unfortunately we're kind of stuck in a rock in this country where by musical theater performers get branded as non-actors or actresses Mm that really bugs me sometimes we struggle to get into the room for you know straight things as we call it straight theater which involve no singing or dancing or tv or Mm. you know film and it really bugs me because that's where my main passion lies now it has done for years um Mm. i'm trying to fight that branding (laughs) um but yeah i think you know and i always say because i teach a lot as well and i always say to my students you don't have anything if you're not portraying the character you you just won't have your it doesn't matter how high your leg is or how high your voice goes. If you if you can't portray the story in the character, you'll never have the audience on your side. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, same same thing for choreography movement. It's uh, you can you can do whatever you want, but if the intention's not there, it's no point watching it. No one's going to watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you know, unless you're part of that world, people don't realize that. Oh, what makes a good dancer? It's not just the technique; it's the feeling. Yeah the emotion and it's the feeling and it's the energy that they produce and that is all down to acting and performance quality so yeah yeah and i just i just think most people more people need to to invest more in their acting classes and just also get to know themselves more the best yeah. actors know themselves really well um and i think that's just something that well maybe one comes of age as well when you get older you know yourself better but also just yeah. reading and, and uh, meeting people I think all the great actors always say that that it's 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 in it's in their body, but they are constantly meeting new people and getting inspiration from people. And a lot of the characters that they made are 
either based on someone they knew or it's or it's an animal or something like that um so it's important to kind of have that kind of toolkit yeah absolutely it has to be the biggest tool in your toolbox i love that you just use toolkit because that's something i go by i always say to people you know depending on what audition you have for you have to get out your toolbox what do you have in your toolbox what can you use <laughs> yeah i mean i i use it both both in a professional way and i also use it in kind of a mindfulness way what is in when you're having your kind of negative thoughts what's in your toolkit to be able to get out of those moments or to yeah to, to help you 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 have to have a toolkit in your life and you're just getting older and you're adding to your to your cool toolkit basically yeah oh god especially as you get older because the pressures of life get harder yeah um, they do and it's you know, it's different it's weird sorry it's, it's weird how like society sometimes uh caps things and makes you think that you should be doing something at a certain time or whatever yeah hundred percent. And you know, oh yeah, you know, especially as a female. <laughs> yeah. That sucks as a female. Yeah, as a, you know, as if, a female, to yeah. To be married and have kids by thirty. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That stuff. Yeah, it's crazy because every every day on my Instagram, I always go on a, a look and have a bit of a scroll and see what's kind of going on and and um, uh, there's always kind of people getting married and that sort of thing and getting babies at like at my age or even younger. And I'm like, I can't even imagine having something like oh that. my god no I, I don't even think i want kids at all there you go me, me neither me neither and people give me the most craziest faces yeah but like why why is that you know we've been brainwashed by society that that is what you should do as a human mm, yeah yeah completely brainwashed because there is no rule book like rule book from above or i mean i'm not really very religious but there is no rule book on how to be a human we follow rules from governments but that's just to keep the world peaceful, you know, but actually how to live your life as a human being. There is no rule book. So why everyone thinks that you should have to get married and have kids. It's like. Exactly that. Exactly that. So, so Mark, so you, you're, you, you have a passion for kind of the arts and uh, you're acting and you're singing. How do you kind of, when you're working on a job or when you are, well, actually, yeah, when you're working on a job, what is your main kind of influences apart from, the character itself where do you find influences wherever you are um going for a coffee with someone and you meet someone you're like oh that would be really great to put into that character or you go to an art gallery or where do you get your influences for life um so character building one thing i always find when i get given a script or, or even with an audition or sometimes you get don't get given the whole script when you when you finally get cast in a job i say finally because it's it's not it's not common yeah <laughs> it's hard work um i always read the script like five times from top to bottom wow. um and i the first time two t two times i read it i just read it in my head and the last three times then the third time i read it out loud and then the fourth time i add character and the fifth time i try to imagine myself how i would want to do it in the performance finding their voice finding their tempo finding their energy finding how they react to people uh, and on that fifth time i will get someone to read the whole script with me and i will literally kind of act it out mm -hmm. with them and that's before i even start learning the lines because i think sometimes if you just learn a line what it says black and white and don't think about the context you end up getting this bad habit of having a rhythm of how to say that line and actually that doesn't match the character you've created mm, yeah and um, so it's always quite good to kind of find the character before you learn how they would say those lines and mm. um, that you go, don't get stuck in a ruck. Um, I kind of sometimes, yeah, I think um, 
obviously if it's a jukebox or it's a film you know watch the film that's kind of obvious or I think other if I've done a franchise kind of musical like Wicked is that's why I like to call it a franchise musical it could be taken anywhere and it'll be the same do you know what I mean? mm. um that's hard because what I did with Alphaba was I I didn't want I had watched Wicked before but many years before I started I didn't want to watch another Elphaba. I wanted to trust my instincts and, and the guidance of my director because I didn't want to be influenced by somebody else. I wanted to find my own Elphaba. And so I think I do that quite a lot. I also, Shock Horror, had never seen Six when I started. Mm. And actually the first time I watched it ever was when I watched it on Broadway just about two weeks before lockdown started. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want to be influenced by other Howards. And often people say to me, oh, you're such a different Howard. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know if I was different. Um, so actually I trust just kind of my life experiences, you know, my own brain and my own heart and, and my own judgment and what I think is on the page and, and the director. Mm. But I, I always want such a solid relationship with my director because they are guiding you and they see the overall picture, whereas you're, you're kind of trapped in your character bubble. Um, and I, you know, I always think you have to have such a strong relationship with that director and trust them, but also don't be afraid to speak up when you seriously disagree with something or you're seriously passionate about a certain way something should be done. Cause that just makes a good actor and someone who's, you know, passionate about what they're doing and affected by the actor that they're playing. And therefore that becomes truthful on stage. And so it should never be disregarded. You know, it should be a real kind of team effort between the director and the, and the, and the actor to find that happy medium. Because I think if you're too heavily directed where you don't believe it yourself, how are you ever going to make an audience believe it? So yeah, I, I just trust myself. I try not to take um inspiration from anyone who's ever played the part that i'm playing you know if it's been played before and for new things i did an interesting workshop called zelda um where i was playing zelda fitzgerald who's obviously a, a very real human i did stacks of research on her stacks and i watched videos of how ladies moved in the 1920s and how suppressed they were creatively and how they were around their husbands and you know how kind of being a flirty character back then at a party was kind of normal whereas now it'd be like for a slut <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, and how, yeah. just like the differences and you know hairstyles and how they wore their makeup and just yeah just how they spoke and I just did so much research because I wanted to convey that truthful human being that really did live and breathe on this planet in my own body um and she was also a raging alcoholic in the end and um that was an interesting journey for me as well so I did a lot of watching <laughs> drunk people <laughs> on nights out and um, <laughs> it's really hard to act drunk um you know sometimes you can take it way too far and often you find drunk people are desperately trying not to act drunk and that's a really hard thing to do if you're not really drunk act, yeah be acting drunk trying not to act drunk like that's that's hard it's a, it's a fine <laughs> um, art pardon it said it's a fine art to, to be able to get yeah. that subtlety just drinking water you know in a cup so, <laughs> so you know um but yeah it, um so I think yeah I just you have to take from your from your own experiences and even if you have nothing in your life like I don't I'm not a raging alcoholic but I have been drunk before you know or um abusive relationships I've never 
really been in an abusive relationship, but I've had not particularly positive relationships. And you kind of have to just go where you are and where you felt the worst in that moment. And maybe you have to times that by 10 or something, mm. but you have to find it within you because otherwise it's just not going to be true. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you are, when you're finding these sort of emotions or when you are, for instance, we can we we can't always be on point or every every single day. Some days we have bad days, some days we have good days. How do you ma- uh, manage your your mindset when you're having maybe an off day and you're in rehearsal or you're in life, for instance, and you're doing your thing? How do you sort of manage when you're um in limbo, as some people might say? Yeah. So do you know what? I used to be really bad at um, managing down days and um. What year was it? 2017, heading into 2018, I was uh, struggling with um, depression. And actually, depression is something that I have looming over me in my life. And I've kind of just learned to almost push it away. Um, And the way that I've discovered to do that is, um, will all make sense now, by keeping very busy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, By keeping my brain busy and giving myself lots of things to achieve. Um, lots of targets and, and therefore not allowing myself to think and actually sometimes that's not always a positive thing because I end up not talking about how I'm feeling or addressing something that I should address within myself mm. I just cover it up with getting on with what I have to do um, and I think the best thing to do if you are having a real kind of lull day or a period of your life just remind yourself that there will be a better day and you can change your mindset tomorrow morning when you wake up. And also the other thing I like to do if I'm having a really bad day and things just keep going wrong, I just imagine myself in a movie and how funny this would be in a movie, watching all these tragic things happen to someone. (laughs) That's a great way (laughs) of looking at it. Yeah, and kind of just laugh it off and be like, oh God, this will be a funny story to tell. And when you do say it, when you do speak, you know, there I have a lot of friends who I've learned to from to deal with bad situations who always tell them back to me in such a funny positive way mm. like how funny it was because it was such a terrible moment and I think I try now in the moment to think like that yeah um so I think you just have to lighten the bad situation and just try not to take anything too seriously and that's so easy for me to, to sit here and say that and sometimes I can't take my own advice but that's definitely what I I strive for yeah, so, yeah. I think I think it's those moments of when you are in that sort of down moment i was having a conversation with someone the other day about this uh, it's funny that you 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 sometimes convince yourself that you are the only person going through it but actually there's like seven billion people in the world that maybe a billion people may, okay maybe maybe a 500 million people um, might be feeling the same thing that you're exactly feeling then and yeah. that for me brings comfort that actually you might not know them but you actually are all in the same kind of headspace or the same sort of electrical waves are all spewing out your your body and you're going to different people and you're all in it sort of together and that's kind of how I well personally that's how I, I how I feel when I'm in those down days I go you know what I'm really not alone because loads of people are feeling exactly how I'm feeling or even worse right this moment in time yeah exactly you're never alone there's always a connection of people going through the same thing as you and some people believe that that an energy floats through the human race and so a lot of people are affected at the same time by certain energy waves this is so true i mean if you look at kind of like the moons and alignment and all that sort of thing and you haven't there was i think it was in february and it was like three or four weeks where the moon or something came over and i I, I, everything just went wrong that could have gone right and i just didn't know what it was and then my friend was like oh it's because of this and i was like oh that's why it's came around now and it literally and then i was just like you know what in 
two weeks time it'll be fine but i'll just get on with it now and, and i'll just yeah carry on carry on like a yeah, exactly. good fellow that's the thing you have to push forward you have to think oh i will look back on this and think oh my god that was annoying right but when you're in the moment it feels like a tragedy yeah yeah you just have to push forward you have to think a few days ahead or tomorrow do you know what i mean you have to think past that dark patch yeah, it's it's amazing how you you understand how you tick and you know what the tools to be able to get yourself out of that, which a lot of people don't know. They know they have like those mo those things about them, but they don't know how to fix them or they don't know how to how to how to help themselves. But you you clearly do by giving yourself goals and and keeping yourself busy, your mind busy, so it doesn't wonder when you're in the quiet yeah. moments. Yeah, I do, but listen, honestly, I say that, but I struggle. I tried, I tried so desperately to get into meditation, and I recently did the um, twenty-one days of abundance, mm -hmm. and I, I struggle. I struggle to keep my mind focused for more than two minutes on <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Um, so that's you know a negative thing about it that I can't really focus on anything because my I'm like squirrel, like oh next thing, like I find it hard to focus on one thing at once because I my brain has got used to being so busy at all times. It can't just solely focus on one. Like I can barely sit and watch a film. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Like it's a struggle. I, and if I am, if I am, I have to be doing some sort of other activity at the time, be it admin or uh, like learning Spanish on Duolingo, or I ask a thousand questions during the movie. I can't just sit and watch a movie. I find it really hard. Well, at least you know. At least you know that yourself, and you can say to whoever you're watching, "Go." I'm so sorry, but I probably not going to watch the whole film. But I'll be yeah. do, I'll be doing some knitting as as it's going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, I know I, I know a lot of people are knitting at this moment in time, so I just I think it's wonderful. I, I mean, I wish I could get into knitting, but I I am I am a big me um, meditation person. I think that really helps me when my because I I suffer from a lot from anxiety. So for me, a meditation really helps the kind of my brain, but it's finding what really works for you. And I think that's what you just got to keep experimenting with and going, actually, yeah. it's not going to work for everyone. But f when you find your thing, then just stick to yeah. it because that, that's that's the knife though, isn't it? Yeah, because the one thing that I do find kind of helps, I need to get more focused with it, but yoga, I do yoga every day because that's a physical way of meditating. Mm. So that works, better, that works better for me, do you know what I mean? Because I have to concentrate on the movements that I'm creating um by you know not falling out of it and so that focuses my mind in a physical way yeah so to I found that helps a lot. totally and it's and it's also about breath as well it's all about if you just yeah. breathe a lot of time we have these sort of um thoughts and feelings it's because we're not breathing properly it's actually if you yeah. if you breathe in deep and out and out for four whatever whatever that technique is actually it gives more oxygen to, the, oxygen to the brain and actually you think differently and you calm your your heart down your body becomes more relaxed than for the for you're not in this kind of rush yeah a hundred percent your breath is the the it's the food to your body mm. i know you have to put food in there but without breath we actually have nothing yeah um so i think sometimes you know we're all about what you put what you put in you get out well it's the same with breath mm. as well as food you know, if you are like becoming anxious or, you know, your, your heart rate's racing and you, you can't control yourself, you need to slow your breath down and take back control of your body, you know, mm. before it runs away with yourself. So totally. yeah, breath is a huge thing. And, and just, and just also just to finalize, what would be your one main kind of quote that you would go to when you're having sort of like low moments or you just, it, it just comes to you or something you might have stuck on the wall or your mirror or whatever. What would be the one thing that you would you would re uh, recommend? 
It's so lame and boring, but I swear by it. And it simply is, everything happens for a reason. Boom. Boom. Everything happens for a reason. I And my dad always used to teach me that. And I truly do believe that if something terrible has happened for you, be it that the reason happens in the next few days or maybe in a few years, everything happens for a reason. There is a reason everything happens to you everything happens around you there's a reason why people come in and out of your life there is a reason for everything so just trust that in that moment you're meant to be finding it challenging and you will discover why that happened to you in in time be it a short period of time a long period of time you just have to trust that that is meant for your path and that has happened for a reason it's funny that you said that i literally watched a film last night called the knowing which is a very freaky thia- um uh, thriller film but basically talks about the mathematical uh, equation of how you can actually read life and actually everything does have a purpose but and everything happens for a reason but it's all mathemat- mathematical and it, and it's all calculated and nothing's actually ever by chance it's funny how you talk about like everything happens for a reason it, it kind of gets me wondering going what is actually choice and and do we have choice and all that sort of thing it's it's all it all gets to a higher purpose and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, I need to watch that. The yeah. Knowing. The Knowing. It's got, um, oh, I don't know, uh, Nicholas, uh, Nick, Nicholas Cage, is that, is that his name? Yes, Nicholas yes, Cage. incredible actor. It's got, it's got him in it, um, and it's it's quite freaky, um, but at the end it's a really, really interesting twist, but it all kind of makes sense, and they, got, they, go, they go crazy with these numbers, and they don't work, really can't work out what the numbers is, and... All sort of thing, but it, it got me thinking last night about kind of purpose and what is life and that sort of thing. So it's funny how you say this, this quote of like, of um, everything happens for a reason. Um, very fascinating, is, isn't it? Isn't it how, yeah, sometimes you watch a film yeah. and uh, just by coincidence, something happens like that that you say something. And this is, I think, yeah. this is, and this is what about this is what I love about the 360 yourself is I talk, we talk about the kind of things that come into our life, and if you are. Um, aware and intelligent enough to actually respond and be acute to what life is presenting it's yeah. it's funny how sometimes we can go through our day or life being so internal but actually we're not actually reading the things that are coming in whether it is like a great quote that someone says that i've now reconnected to something previously or even just I don't know a, a color that you've that you've seen or a person that you've met and then suddenly subconsciously utilize that person in a piece of work that you were creating or whatever it's yeah, it's absolutely. fascinating how we are um sometimes your subconscious without you even realizing yeah it's just even even like thoughts where do thoughts come from all these all these amazing yeah. questions which i have no idea um and do randomly google now and then to find the answers and obviously i'm not going to find them out in an hour but um, I do try. But I, um, but I, w- I want to say thank you so much for giving me your time. I know you're again. We keep saying you are a very busy person, and you were saying me uh, telling me about all your brilliant uh, things that you've you've been doing today and and all that sort of thing. So I want to say so th- so much thanks because it is brilliant to talk to you. Um, oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. It's been such a refreshing interview talking about you know how we feel and our energy and just it's very rare that you get to talk about things like that so it's been great good good i'm glad i'm glad i always find these very therapeutic to chat to someone else because you you sometimes forget that actually again you're not in it alone or your 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 thoughts are your own actually everyone's thinking potentially the same thing or they're going through the same processes so it's always lovely to reconnect with people 
Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, it really is. That's the best thing we can do is connect with other people. If you're ever feeling in doubt, connect with yes. someone else. Well, thank you so much, Jody. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> This is 360 Yourself and I'm Jamie Neal. Thank you very much for taking a moment to listen to our wonderful guests. Please subscribe to our podcast to access all our brilliant guest episodes. They are released every Sunday at 12pm. We are available on all listening platforms, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts and Castro. You can also find us on Instagram at 360 underscore yourself, Twitter at yourself360 and our host at Jamie Neal JN. Thank you for listening.